The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. And now for something completely different. Hey, I was, I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm in three Halls of Fame. For the young fans, they don't give a damn. They just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now. And I got no problem with those rules. I know the rules going in. I'm happy to play the game that way. And when Ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he bent me, I thought that something happened. I couldn't hear a thing. You could have heard the pin drop in that arena. It touched me so deeply that when I went in the dressing room, I really felt depressed. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If it's Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name and happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz. With me today, very special guest, the ISPW Women's Champion, former TCW Goddess Champion. She is Vicious Vicky. Welcome to the two-man power trip. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm great. How are you? Doing very good. What's going on in your world? What are you up to? Oh, boy. Um, well, wrestling, wrestling, and more wrestling. Um, actually, recently, just uh, kind of suffered a little injury, so... Uh, Kind of dealing with that right now. Um, shouldn't be out too long, minor thing. But uh, yeah, kind of rocks your world when you're on, like, you got a lot of momentum and everything. I had a lot of momentum going. <laughs> um, but it's wrestling, right? It's inevitable. This is going to happen. Yep. Fortunately, it's the risk we take <laughs> in this business. But uh, but yeah, man, uh, a lot of wrestling. <laughs> What's the injury? What happened? My knee. Um, I'm going for more testing just to make sure. Um, I went to a doctor. Well, like two weeks ago, and he said, um, you know, I was clear to wrestle, which to me was a little eh, because like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he said you have good mobility, but I don't really like I, I have trouble like when I get up and when I make certain moves. And I was wrestling like two weekends ago, and like I just couldn't move like I wanted to, you know. And I just I know my body, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go get a second opinion. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm getting some testing done soon. But from what it, from what I've been told, it shouldn't be too long. So, do you know how it happened? I don't. Um, I know that I've always had bad knees my whole life because I played softball and um, I was an absolutely psychotic center fielder where I used to just dive all over the place mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I would always land on my knees all the time. Um, and uh, doing wrestling kind of you know, aggravated, aggravated a little bit, you would say. And I don't know, like one day I just like woke up and I was like, ow, like this hurts. This isn't normal, you know, and it kind of affected me in the ring a little. I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't really like, move around that well. And I literally, I think it was just... Um, could have been anything you know I, I wear knee pads i didn't for a while i was pretty stupid um 
but yeah, I, I'm not sure. And I think that's crazy because sometimes, like the like in wrestling, like the craziest injuries happen from like the like dumbest things. Yeah, like dumbest things. <laughs> you never know in wrestling what could happen. Like it's walking true. in really the ring and walking and walking into the ring, you never know you can get injured. Exactly, it's the risk we take. We're, we're, we're be wrestlers. We're crazy people, you know. Not normal. I always say normal people don't do what we do. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 a crazy world, but yeah. I gotta mention ISPW three twenty five coming up very very soon. Totowa, New Jersey, over at the PAL ISPWWrestling.com for ticks. What's going on? You versus Gabby, I guess, is the scheduled match. Hopefully, uh, it can all go down without a hitch. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show up. Um, you know, I'm not gonna give too much away for sure. But you know, I'm a fighting champion, man. So, uh, you know, I got, a, I got a match against a, a bestie, so to speak. So, um, you know, kind of do my best, you know, and that's what champions do. You got to show up, man, you know, and that's what I'm going to do. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, I know Gabby's tough, but, uh, you know, I'm the champ. So <laughs> yeah. ISPW, I like just what they're doing. They got a great yeah. vibe going on. Right. I mean, do you, are you loving this promotion? Cause it seems like, okay, it's an indie promotion, but it seems much different. You know, the, just the way, I mean, you guys were um, showing up to virtual signings and you guys, yeah. you know, you're taking over just different stuff going on at ISPW for sure. Yeah. So ISPW for me, like, Oh man, I mean, Tommy Fierro is just the man. Um, very, very good to me. Um, there's a lot of things I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't know what I would do without him for sure. Um, very close. Um, ISPW is like nothing I've ever experienced. And I've been so many places and done so many things. And, and I even tell him, I, I have posted about it. I'm like, there is nothing that I've ever experienced like ISPW. And I think it's because the fans, he had this clientele and this, this fan base from years ago and they're still there, you know, and, and having the eighties wrestling, and the 80s wrestling con and all these virtual signings and so much of that following those fans are so loyal and i think that when they come to the shows and 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 tell their friends and their family and they're bringing all these people the environment is just so electric that's the word i use for his shows is like electric you know like they're on 20 like 24 7 every single show that crowd is like they're 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 in it for the right reasons like if it's if it's if it's a good guy they're there but the bad guy they're there like they're just so invested in, into the product and and we, we in wrestling today, we don't have that really anymore. And it's kind of like, like it, it sucks, you know, as, as like wrestlers and being able to tell stories and have people actually follow it and care, you know, like having the hero and them getting behind the hero. You know what I mean? It's like yep. wrestling, like there's so many things that just have changed over the years. And I love, love that ISBW like is so true to that old school way of wrestling because that's what well, that was the best. And Yep. I am so happy to be a part of that for sure. Yeah, the last show I said, hey, uh, Tommy, how did it do? You know, I wasn't able to make it. Hey, how did it do? She sent me a picture. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. great house, too. I think it was, yeah. it was in Butler. It was like, wow, really, really impressive. Always. I've never. He hasn't had a show yet, and, and he won't. <laughs> you know, he won't, but he's never had a show that was light. It was just packed every time. So it's really cool. When you say, you know, it's different back then, were you always a big wrestling fan? Were you always loving the business? Yeah. So I was, I'm 28 now. Um, when I was, oh my God, like three or four. So I grew up, I grew up like attitude era pretty much like that. Yep. Like right on, right before like attitude era came out was when I started watching very, very young and my sisters were really big into it. So that's what kind of like prompted me to like watch it and everything. And, um, I just fell in love with it. And I remember like the first, one of the first things I saw was like undertaker and Kane, like something between the two of them. And it, and it like freaked me out a little bit because I was young and I was like, what are these monsters? 
But as I was watching, it was like Stone Cold and like the, I think it was the beer truck incident. Like it was like all these like cool things were happening. I'm like, what am I watching? And hooked me. And um, since I was very young and I, and I always say like when people are like, you know, like what got you into wrestling or how long you want to be a wrestler and all those questions. Like, I love that because for me, like, even though it might sound like a cliche, like I've met so many people in the business who didn't like wrestling their whole life and who didn't want to be a wrestler their whole life. And it's mm. crazy because like I was that, like I was that little girl in preschool. who <laughs> I love telling this story who got in trouble for like saying something cursing about like stone cold. Like I got in trouble right. <laughs> like, preschool, <laughs> like mimicking yeah. what I saw on TV, like bringing it to school, <laughs> wearing yep. like the beer. Um, like he had like the one shirt back in the day. Cause I love stone cold at first. He was like my favorite had like the two beers and it had like, like the middle fingers on it. Yeah, yeah. And I got in trouble for that. Like, um, but always want to be a wrestler since I was young and, and here I am. And it took, it was a long journey to get here, but I'm here. So it's pretty cool. Now what, what kind of changed, you know, in wrestling really to think about it, it's like, okay, those days were great. Steve Austin's great. Who might be coming back now? Who knows if he's really wrestling or not, but what do you think changed? Like what, what was the, the, you know, the thing that made it so much different then it was great. Now. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, definitely. <laughs> um, I think back then it was just like one of those things where it's like, everybody really was their own person. Like, and this isn't a mock on anything. Cause I follow suit because that's unfortunately what it is. And I try to be different. Like I've always tried to rack my brain how to be different. Cause I feel like that's what made wrestling work back in the day was that everybody legitimately was a character. Everybody had their own story. Everybody had their own yep. look, their own moves. Like, and again, it's wrestling moves are going to get recycled. That's just how it works. Um, but it was just, it was just so different. And it's like, Every, you know, when Kane came out, he had a story and he looked different. You know, Lita's my all-time favorite. I mean, her name's tattooed on my neck. Like, I, I just loved her so much. Oh, nice. I still do. Um, And the Hardys, you know, you can only imagine how I felt last night with that whole reunion. Thing, you know <laughs> what I mean? Back, like, yeah. I was going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> um, But everybody was different. And I think today, especially for the women, and again, not a mock, I'm very, you know, supportive of everybody, including myself. I just think it's, everybody looks the same. You know, everybody looks like a wrestler, like the, the knee pads, the arm, the elbow pads, like the, the, it's like, and it's cool. And that's, that's the new age, you know, of what we're doing here, but I miss, um, and I really hope that I can, you know, when I make my comeback, like strong, strong, I want to come like, you know, like finish out some matches and, you know, take some time, but like something different, you know, there, there has to be something different. And there's a couple people like in the business today that I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's different. That's cool. Like, you know, and I think that's what made wrestling work back then yep. was, was the, was the legitimate characters. And that's, that's what it was all about. So I think that's what's lacking today is that everybody's just a wrestler. You know what I mean? Each guy had their own character, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like you uh, was like larger than life, but you can like relate to him. He's an ass kicker. Like he just he's he is who he is. And it's like The Rock. Okay, he's a character. He's a wise ass sometimes, but you know he can back it up. But you know, like he he's a Undertaker, Kane, Mankind. Like those guys yep. are characters that could stand on their own, larger than life for sure. Hundred yep. percent. And that and again that that's what that's what drew us all in. You know, like even even in the eighties too. Of course, you know, like the eighties, yep. same thing. It's like, it was just, that's what drew us in. That's what sucked me in. It was like, everybody was different. All there was, all these different things happening. And it just was great, great content. And now it's just, it's hard. And I think, you know, even, even WWE, like respectfully so, I still love WWE. I still love all wrestling, but you know, they're struggling, man. It's just, it's hard to repeat history. Um, and I think that that's what the wrestling world, or at least 
couple companies are trying to do is repeat history. It's done. History was made. It was awesome. We can look back on it, but you know, these guys and these girls can't go like these ages, you know, that's why the new age, including myself, like we got to bring it, man. Cause it's, it's, it's something that's important. It's something that we watched growing up and it's like, why would we want to let that die? Like that kind of entertainment die, you know? Yep. It's funny too, cause you're saying you're wearing the Austin shirts back then. It was so mainstream. It was so like pop culture. Not only yep. you're, you know, a little girl wearing, wearing the shirts. I mean, I had shirts while well, my friends had shirts. We were in school, you know, yep. people are, you know, people are kind of like relating to wrestling or you know, it, it's quote unquote cool. It, it's a part of the culture. It, it, everybody's into it. But now you hardly see shirts. I mean, once in a while, I see like a Roman Rain shirt or something. But mm. you, you, it, it's very few and far between. It's it's I don't know. It's different now. I don't know what what happened, but it was so much more ingrained in us, and it was quote unquote cool or hip or whatever you want to say. We're all oh, wearing the sure. shirts for sure. It was like the household. It was like the household thing, you know, back mm. in the day. It really was like it was like everybody I knew watched wrestling. Everybody, like not like not even like oh I don't watch like every kid, every adult like back then like watch wrestling and then it just started to fizzle out and i and i think it's it's that's why i respect people who are so creative with wrestling nowadays because it's like it's not as like as big as it was so it's like when somebody like goes outside of the box to be like a character or something like i love that because that's what what it needs is to like bring that back but with new age new age people you know and, and it can be done but it just it, it either might not be done or it's going to take a while. So I'm not sure which one it is, but you know, I'm hoping to kind of be a part of that breaking the mold again group, you know? Yep. If you think about it, you're young, you fell in love with wrestling. You wanted to get in wrestling because you were a fan. Like where's wrestling going to be in 10, 20 years. If people aren't kids, aren't fans, aren't yep. wearing the shirts, aren't gravitated. We're hopefully that wrestling doesn't become more niche or, or less of yeah. the fans. Because I know when I was a kid, it, you know it kept going and, and i know obviously yep. my dad watched wrestling but you know you just it kind of keeps going i hope it doesn't stop you know because that means that could mean the end of wrestling it just seems yep. like tre trending in a, in a bad direction we got to bring it back exactly and i think i think that relies on you know the the talent too and, and not just the promoters and i mean like major more major companies of course like mm -hmm. not just the promoters and, and, the, and the producers and screenwriters and all that i think it's more the talent too especially you know like an AEW, they have total creative freedom and and that's why I do like that product. I won't lie. I do enjoy watching AEW. I think it's really cool to see all the old timers on there who are still killing it. I mean, like they're still these guys and girls are still going, which is awesome. Um, and then like I like the fact that they give a platform for independent stars. I think that's absolutely huge. And I see some of these people and what they do. Like I I, I don't mind AEW because I think there's a lot more creative freedom. So you're not forced to just be what someone else wants you to be and it's hard to do you know like you could pitch ideas and i have people all the time and do that too that's what wrestling's about you kind of if you have someone who's like a little bit more experienced than you or in the business longer kind of pitch something your way take it you have to take it of course and you can kind of pick at it and be like hey you know what maybe i could switch this around or do this or you know that's that's what makes it unique is that everybody can have a say in something but i think you know that was a big thing that I liked about AEW is like creativity. And I think that like, that's huge, you know, like being able to kind of, especially if, if the, what the person's pitching is like something that's like really cool or like going to be like different. I think it's important to have somewhat as an, in, as an independent talent, so to speak. And even if I, me or someone else got signed one day to a major company, I think it's important to kind of have a little say in what you think. Cause you never know, you know?
Yeah, definitely. Is AEW a possible landing spot or, or, you know, a place you think about, Oh, I want to work there one day. Is that possible for you or? You, yeah, I, you I would about? love to, um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, once I get, I'm a hundred percent again, like fully, fully, I would love to like, you know, get a shot on dark or something. Um, mm. I know the sky's the limit. I don't, I'm very optimistic. I'm a very optimistic person regardless, like just as a normal person. <laughs> um, so I'm very like, all right, like, you know, it's not my time yet. Like just keep working hard. Keep, 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 uh, keep running, keep doing shows. And, you know, eventually something will hit. And I think that, you know, I, I like that product a lot and I would love to be a part of that. Don't get me wrong. Like it, I would love to go to WWE too. I, I would love to do anything that would allow me for that to be my job. You know, like that, mm -hmm. that's my goal really is for that to be my job, you know? Seems like, of course, and everyone probably knows it, but AEW is more bullet points, not as scripted. WB is scripted to the bone. You got to memorize stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it, yep. There's definitely two different worlds as far as pro wrestling and sports entertainment and scripted entertainment. 100%. Yeah, for sure. What so. is what is like something that's more comfortable for you? I think you probably would lean more towards AEW, like just in general, that type of like bullet points. Because I've seen you cut promos and it's very fluid. Like there's no like, oh, she must be reading off a cue card. You know, like that kind of thing. You, you like you seem like you'd be more of like, give me bullet points of what you want me to do, yep. and I can knock it out of the park. Yep, it's so funny because I I just like I just did a promo for a promotion I was at last weekend, and uh, I said just give me, this is what I say to anybody who wants me to cut a promo. Uh, I'm like, just give me the gist and I got the rest. Like, I just need exactly bullet points. I just need the gist of what, what's going on or what, where I'm going with this. And I'm just, I'm very lights, camera, action, go. And even if I stumble over my words, which I have done on camera, I just reel it right back. I'm just like, you know, like I'm stumbling over my words, but that doesn't matter. Like, you know, like I'm just, <laughs> you just got to roll and yeah. it may, but it makes it more real. And I think that the way I was trained, I was trained very well. And I think that it's all about believing and, and being believable. So I think like even like selling and punching and all these things that we do promos too, even if you stumble, like you have to, it makes it more realistic. It makes it more like a shoot promo. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. even if it's not, or it, you know what? It's just, I love that. And I think that that's very important in wrestling because it's also, yeah, your storytelling, but like to be able to do that and still get your character over, whether it's good or bad, that's what it's about you know so I, I i would definitely go more with give me the give me the gist put the camera on let's go <laughs> right so who did train you like where did you get the, your background from and like how did you kind of break in yeah so i was trained by pat buck um danny moff mario bacara um kevin matthews yeah they were my 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 head honchos i uh I started, I did like youth clinics and stuff when I was like really young. Like I was a kid, like 16 or 12 through 16, stopped, stopped doing it for a while. Got caught up in some life drama <laughs> that I'm very open about. Um, I had a pretty bad opiate addiction when I was very young and seven years clear of that, thank God, but kind of stopped me from living my dreams. And I remember just getting sober and being like, Hey, like, I'm going to regret this. This is what I want to do. I got to do this. And, um, I went to Creative Pro New Jersey in Rahway. That was uh, this October 2018. I, I went to training for the first time. And within like three months, they put me on a show like for as a manager role, dove right into the business like right away. Like they threw me and they and they're like reputable. They're great guys. They really know their stuff. And they felt comfortable just throwing me out there as a manager right away. And that was that's humbling. That's really cool. You know, that I was kind of 
thrown to the wolves, but they trusted me and, and I and it and it helped me, you know, like being on shows so early and be even being a manager, like it's like a you know, like an arm candy for a guy for a year or two. It made me um learn the business quicker and, and get more comfortable with being out there. So I, I totally will never say not a bad word about my training because they really did help me um and mold me to who I am today for sure. Yeah, those guys at WrestlePro and Creative Pro are great. Pat is obviously he's with WWE right now. He's a yes. road agent yep. for producer, I guess you would call him for uh, for WWE. So he's moving on up. Yeah, sure. no, he is. He's been for quite a quite a while now. When you look at that, I like that because it's like they're not just training you and you're training forever. It's like we got to put you out there in front of the people yeah. to see, you know, like how you react because it's not all going to be you know, in front of nobody, you're going to be, and be in front of fans. So I like them throwing it out there and seeing what you got. Yep. Yep. And it, it, like I said, I was humbling because they didn't do that for everybody that if they trusted, you know, whoever they were training at the time and guys and girls, they had like rumbles and stuff like that. They always, the one thing about them is they really showcase their students. And I think that's awesome because they have like, you know, they just had like a student showcase. Like they've been doing that for years. And I think that's really cool because it allows like you said, it allows you to kind of get out there and see what it's like. And you're only going to learn that way. So I, I love that they do that. That's awesome. It's way better to learn, I think, rather than just keep going through the class. Like right. in the people, you might have a sink or swim moment where you might not do well. But it, it's one of the things where like, I got to get out there eventually. Might as well be now. You exactly. Know, yep. <laughs> when you are like going through the process and you are you thinking like big things? Thing, or are you thinking okay i just want to make sure i have my first match like are you thinking little by little or are you thinking big picture when you first got in i honestly was one step at a time when i first started i was so happy just to be there like mm. i remember when i first started training like i remember just because of, like my past and everything and how far i came like i was like i made it like to me in that moment like training i made it like i was just content being in a ring training learning how to do it like i was so happy and i picked it up really quick and i was just so like beside myself i remember how happy i was every single time i walked through those doors to train um and then once i started going on shows is when i started thinking like big picture more but i still and even now like you know, all these years later all the belts and all the things i've done are, which are really cool i'm still very like all right step by step like it's not my time yet i'll get there it's not just keep working you know and i think that that's what keeps keeps me like grounded in the business too and i don't like blow my gasket is because I'm very like patient because I know that some people get it like and a meaning like some people like they always say it's like who you know and all that and like it, it is I mean a little bit unless you're like I, I I don't even know like this is some 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 wrestlers who are just like wow like they need to be on TV you know um yeah. so I'm just yeah. very like patient and I'm just always grateful that I'm even doing it you know like yeah I, I still think big picture absolutely like I said like I want it to be my job but I love it so much that like I'm okay with where I'm at if this is where I'm going to be at for a little bit longer until something breaks for me. You know what I mean? When did you feel like, or maybe you haven't yet, but when did you feel like I I, I got it? I got my character, I got myself. When do you like, did I take a while to kind of find yourself? Yeah, I, I feel like I still am. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm more, I'm more like in touch with my character now because I don't change meaning like my in-ring style very little bit did um my attitude whether i'm a baby or a heel i'm still like this is vicky like i still got to do like certain things um and it was confusing for a while like pull the curtain back a little bit like i it was like a baby super over baby in one place and then like 
ferocious heel on another using me for a while. Um, because like I can do both and I'm very proud of myself that I can, because I think that that was really huge. And I know that that's not easy for everybody to do. And I'm very grateful that I was able to pull that off, but it gets confusing because it's like, wait a minute, who am I? And that's where I got stuck for a minute. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is like throwing me off, you know? Um, cause it's like, I'm, I'm vicious Vicky on social media and all these places where people follow me, but like one company I'm this and another company, it's just, it was just a little chaotic so that's why i started kind of just being vicious vicky and vicious vicky does what she wants vicious vicky doesn't care about anything but winning and you know sometimes she's but she'll be nice to the fans and all that and then other times maybe she's not she's in a bad mood and she's just gonna be like leave me the hell alone like you know like so i'm just right, trying to find yeah. that like happy medium with it you know so it's just me really i'm not a mean person but vicious vicky could be mean sometimes <laughs> right you'd be feisty of course yeah Mm -hmm. how would you explain like vicious vicky and, and your wrestling style like say somebody never saw you and like oh you're gonna see her tonight how would you explain it uh my wrestling style yeah like your style in the ring i'm very ground and pound um very simple like i'm very like aggressive and i'm very like hard hitting so once in a while i hit like flashy stuff for me which was which is flashy for me because like i said I'm, I'm more like a brawler like i'm just like punches kicks choke like you know holds and and just different like things like that but um i'm more about like facials and storytelling and, and like taking those like those little moments like that's those, those are the things that i was drilled into my head that is more important and you know, I think that's more captivating to an audience than just doing like a moonsault every five seconds. And like, you know, and don't get me wrong. I, I love it. I love, love it. There was Lita, you know, she did all the crazy stuff, but you know, I, I like engaging the fans more and engaging the situation more and feeling like, you know, what would my character do? Vicious Vicky is going to beat the living crap out of you until she wins. That's basically it. You know, like I'll, I'll pull out some like fancy move, maybe like a, like a Rana or something or you know, once in a while, but you know, I like to stay true to what my character's been for the last like four years. And that's just a brawler. Like I'm going to beat your ass until I win, you know, and, and it, it worked, it's, it worked for me. And I'm, I think that's uh, what, mo what is most important about that is that it, it's, it's working. So that's why I just, I don't, I don't touch it. Cause if it works, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to mess with it. You know, what would you say vicious Vicky? Like, how would you describe her? Like, you know, like we're saying, like, let's say, uh, jesse the body ventura you, you kind of like he's jesse the body he's a he's a loud mouth but he's 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 got a great body but he's a shit talker like yep. what would you say vicious vicky like how would you describe the character yeah vicious vicky is an italian loud mouth she is <laughs> very very she has this thing about her where she's very cocky where she doesn't want you to know that she's cocky but she is kind of thing um almost like nothing phases her you know like she's cocky but like i don't even need you to know that like i'm better than you because you should already know it like that kind of thing <laughs> um yeah. you know guidette she's a like a guidette cool chick but she'll kick your ass you know like don't don't mess with her like she could be nice to you and she'll be like all right but then if you do something wrong she's gonna kick your ass like you know and i and i think that that's important is that like my character is so based off of like who i am but obviously when I, once I go through the curtain, it's, it's who I am like times a million, you know? So I, and I love that. That's what I was trying to find was like being myself, but like not being myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, that's what I love about wrestling is that I was able to kind of find that like curve of like, all right, well, so who am I? I'm this Italian loudmouth, badass chick.
<laughs> who will kick your ass if you step to me, <laughs> who's going to do anything she can to be at the top to win. And if you don't like it, then you don't have to be friends with her because she doesn't care about you. She only cares about belts. <laughs> the belt collector. Which, I'm the belt collector over here. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And pretty cool. Like the belt collector shows up on Busted Open Radio, which is obviously uh, pretty good. How did that all kind of come to be? Oh, that was amazing. So, um, yeah, so I've met David LaGreca quite a few times uh, through ISBW shows and everything. And he's just amazing, man. He He's hysterical. Uh, hit it off. And you know, Tommy and Tommy and him have a great relationship too. And we just kind of orchestrated it. And I was like, so I was so awesome to be on that, you know, and got to hang out with them and talk to them and everything. It was really, really cool. And he is something else. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is, this is my guy. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> All over the place. But it was, it was awesome. And, and Mark Henry too was great. Um, so yeah, like just having him at ISBW, like the connections were there and it just, it was cool. It was just, it worked out pretty damn cool though you know what i mean yeah. like you're stepping on up it's a national uh, radio show there pretty good absolutely it was it was probably one of the coolest things i was like this is awesome <laughs> like i am so grateful right now and you get to show hey uh this is vicky you know you get to really kind of show yourself and and make a name for yourself outside of just even wrestling fans i know obviously yeah. wrestling fans listen to that but but busted open it's, it's on serious radio it's it, you know you get a, a little bit of a bigger audience bigger grasp 100 percent, yeah yeah, it was really cool. I was really, really grateful for that because it's that was that was important too. We were, you know, also, um, you know, promoting ISPW as well. Like it was just a really, really cool segment, man. You know, it was really cool. So with you, did you? I know you were mentioning Lita that tattoo being a big fan. Did you see her match yes. against Becky Lynch? Her return match against Becky. I did, and I think she brought it, man. I do. I, I was very pleased with her performance. Like she. She came made a quite a quite a few comebacks over the last several years, and she wasn't bad. Like they all still have it, but like she was on. Like I was like, there she is, and she was like better than she was years ago. <laughs> I was like, holy! Like, she could tell that she was like working out and training, and she was really taking it seriously. And um, and it showed, man. I, and I just love her. She just she just beats to her own drum. She comes out wearing what she wants. Like, and that's. Just to real quick bring it back to what I was saying earlier about everybody looking like a wrestler. That's why I loved her so much. Because she didn't. She came out in her mm -hmm. own clothes. And yep. she was just different. And I love that. I think that is what wrestling is missing. It's not just her, but just that idea of being different. You know? But yeah, no, I, I loved the match. I thought it was great. Um, I wasn't missing that for anything. <laughs> I was not missing that match. Pretty good match, and I don't know if a lot of people know this better. She had a debilitating back injury at one point several years ago. So for her even to be wrestling, and obviously you know if you have a back injury, I mean that that's probably the worst you can have as a wrestler. You know what I mean? That that just so for her to be able to wrestle. Obviously, I think she's mid forties, something like that. Hadn't wrestled in years. Did have a back injury. Pretty remarkable. Just even be able to do the moonsault, do a lot I of know, stuff. She was able to do. I don't remember the back injury, which I should if she, um, but I know she had a neck injury. Yes. Yep. And then uh, she tore and blew her ACL like twice. Yep. The back injury was weird. It was almost like kept under she... under wraps for a little bit. I don't know why, but yeah, yeah she had a no, bad she, back injury. She was always getting like hurt. Said, always broken neck. <sighs> Dangerous style. She's crazy. <laughs> but like you said, you you were drawn to her because she's a character and and she was different and she has charisma. You know, I mean, there was something larger than life about her. Hell yeah. Yep. For sure. It was hard to not want to see her or watch her, you know? Yep. 
for sure. So as we hit the wind down, we head towards the finish. What's next for Vicious Vicky? What's uh, what's on the pipeline? Yeah, so I mean, next up in wrestling is uh, <laughs> ISBW <laughs> uh, March 25th. That's going to be a big deal. I'm very excited again to be a part of those shows. Um, but in my career, um, like I said, I think I'm going to check out this, uh, do my last hurrah maybe a little bit, but you know, just rest up a little bit, get myself a little rehabbed with my knee and just see what's going on with that. And, uh, I plan on getting myself back to health hundred percent. Cause I just, like I said, I don't feel 100. I feel maybe like 80, which isn't good in wrestling. I want to be a hundred, you know, all the time. And I think that my goal is to come back strong. And I keep saying this clean house, um, come back in the best shape of my life and just prove why I deserve that spot. Because at the end of the day, we're all competing for the same spot. Um, all of us on the independence and I am going to get my spot because I know that I should. And that's not a cocky thing. That is a optimistic, like I know, and I, and I have to do this. If I don't, I won't regret it and I won't be bitter about it, but I know and believe in myself enough that there's something there and I cannot let that go to waste. So that's why I'm just going to work hard and, just keep grinding until I get an opportunity, you know, and, and it's worth it. It's worth the grind. Like I said, cause I love wrestling so much, so it's worth it, but yeah, that's my plan. Come back clean house. <laughs> Let's say five years from now, where do you see yourself? Like, where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? I'm hoping that I'm signed. Um, I'll, I'll take honestly any major company, um, you know, any company that would have me, I would always remain professional and, and love my job and, and, and do it well and, and just be happy that I have a career and doing something that I've loved my entire life. Um, you know, so that's that's where I'm hoping to be in five years settled, you know, superstardom, you know, and it's not I mean, it's not just about anything other than the love for the business and just dying because I know sometimes we all have our real jobs and it sucks when you have to go to a job that you don't like and to have the opportunity to actually have a career that you love. I'm, I'm all for that. So that's, or that's my goal. What about like a dream opponent? I know Lita maybe is out there, but <laughs> dream opponent or, or somebody you want to wrestle on the indie scene. Is there somebody out there or maybe a couple of girls out there that you're like, I really want to wrestle them. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Chris Statlander was, a. Uh, she was a creative pro New York. Uh, I was, she was training yeah. before I was, before she was signed when I started and I always wanted to wrestle her. And I literally never got a chance to, and uh, I'd love to wrestle her. I think she's very, she's one of the, one of the really, really good ones out there. I know she's signed now, but God, I love, I love her work. I love everything about her. I think she's awesome. Um, yeah. And I, and I always say like my dream match, if I had to pick someone who was like signed um, Charlotte flair, she's another one. I just, I, I love her. Like, I think she just screams superstar to me. Um, she, she, she walks, she walks out and it's like instantly you're just like, wow. Like, you know, she's bad. Like she's like, just everything about her just to me is just superstar in every single way. And I'm sure it's, it's the blood in her, but you know, she's yes. just something else and she's very athletic and, and just her facials. And I'm very big on like the facials and the reactions and everything like that. I love love watching her work that would be like that would honestly be like my biggest dream match is charlotte flair it's a good one uh for sure of course 
like I mentioned before, ISPWWrestling.com. Big Show 325, Totowa, New Jersey. Check that out. Check out the Wrestling Collector Store in Stockholm, New Jersey, which is, yes. uh, which is a great spot. I think you've been there before. Great spot that Tommy has as well. You've probably been there a few sure times. Sure is. That's like a, that's like a wrestling like, uh, museum. <laughs> yeah, he's got great stuff in there. And you never know because he could pick up some rare stuff from God knows where, and all of a sudden you got new stuff in the store. It's crazy. Where can everybody find you? Where the you know plug yeah, so, social media? Um, I have Twitter, Instagram. Um, it's the same handle. It's just at vicious Vicky. There's like underscores in there, but if you type vicious Vicky, it'll it'll pop up. Um, Facebook um, is my government, so I always say if you find me, you find me. <laughs> um, yeah, and I have you know a couple of, like pro wrestling tea stores and uh, tea public. I have the vicious Vicky store. If you wanna? buy some merch <laughs> yeah um but yeah that's that's pretty much where you're gonna find me so all right great stuff of course like we mentioned ispwwrestling.com you versus gabby ortiz on 325 in total everybody should head over and check that out a lot of other great stars in the show but vicious vicky thank you so much for all the time really appreciate it of course thank you for having me it was an honor i appreciate it this has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother.